Hello, and you're listening to Love in the Time of Corona with me, Kate Checker. So, I wanted to do an episode all about platonic love. I think platonic love is not celebrated in our society as much as romantic love is or familial love. And actually, I think our platonic friendships are super important, especially in a city like Berlin, where we all, you know, a lot of people come to Berlin because the place they were before didn't feel safe or they didn't feel great about it. And the friendships you make in these situations in these societies where people are super transient become very importantly become like your family i know that for me friendships have been very very important more important than lovers romantic partners and so on so i wanted to do an episode all about platonic love and that's what we're going to get today I also invited the wonderful Wayne and Alex. These are, I've been referencing them a lot in episodes. They are the original non-sexual platonic gay couple before they became a throuple. That's a joke I kind of made um, for them and about them. Um, And I wanted to give them both the opportunity to speak and so that you can hear these people that I reference all the time. You heard Wayne in our first episode, me and Wayne talking, when we were quarantining together, when I was in that bubble. And now you can meet Alex, who is also the one that gave me the idea for the name Love in the Time of Corona, so shout out to Alex for that. Um, uh, It turns out, right, so I had some specific time limits that I wanted because I wanted to also cut it with some other conversations about some other platonic relationships but it turns out this platonic love that they share cannot be held down by anything including my time limits so um i just i'm gonna let them have their moment and ramble for as long as they evidently needed to share their uh, love it's very sweet it's very beautiful um they're both super funny I think you'll enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed listening to it. And, yeah, so let's just call this episode (laughs) When Wayne Met Alex or something along those lines. (laughs) Um, Yeah, enjoy. Hello and good afternoon. My name is Wayne French, your other resident Australian friend in Berlin. And I am Alex and my hands are extremely dry from washing them constantly. But it's the only way to stay safe right now, I guess. It is, wash those hands. Stay at home. And we are here today to answer some of Ms. Kate Checker's burning questions for her new, for her new podcast, Life in the time of Corona. Which is crazy popular, I hear. Blowing up globally. Globally. I mean, I hear it spreading more faster than coronavirus herself. (laughs) I mean, Miss Rona has got uh, some competition. That's true. It's better to have Kate spreading around the world than Miss Rona, that's for sure. And love. And love, yes. 
And, um, yeah, Alex and I are talking about our own platonic friendship. Um, for user back home, we've been friends for quite some time, and Kate does like to label us as the original platonic... Non-sexual... Non-sexual couple. Gay couple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is funny that we need that title. Yeah, but it's also not the first time um, that we have been referenced. I mean, I don't think ever, anyone's ever said platonic non-sexual gay couple, although I do love how that rolls off the tongue. Um, but we often get mistaken for being in a couple, which I think we've laughed about before. Constantly. Constantly. Uh, and so, yeah, it's interesting to now sit down and talk about our friendship and maybe also talk about why people think that we, uh, initially when they meet us, think that we're in a relationship. Have there been... What's a, an example of when... Um... I mean, it happens everywhere we go, really, to, like a, to someone who is meeting us for the first time. Um, or even, like, long-time friends, like some of my friends back home who haven't met you are always, like, they see you pop up on my social media or I talk about you um, over the phone, like, yes, living with Alex, reading with Alex, and they will say to me, just, like, marry him already. Like, you you both obviously love each other. Like, just hurry up and, and have sex and get married. And I'm like, that is not the case. Like, Alex and I have no intentions to, to be in a relationship, of course, but I, of course we love each other and I tell them this, but it's just not going to happen. And no. I think the reason why you and I have to label ourselves quite often as a non-sexual friendship is because people will just automatically do it. Yeah, I suppose they see two gay guys and they assume... Two well, attractive young two gay attractive. men. Why wouldn't they be dating? No, exactly. Why wouldn't exactly. they be like, they're stupid not to date? Why wouldn't they make each other not? And it's just not like that. No, it's not like that. Do you think that uh, if we had hooked up, that we would still uh, be as close friends as we are now? Best friends for life? I mean, well, let's just have a bit of like an experiment. Hooked up with a hundred plus people in my life before, no longer friends with them. (laughs) Didn't hook up with you and probably not many other people other than you. Best friends. So I see. there's a strong possibility had we hooked up that, we wouldn't know each other. Okay, I would have been dropped. I mean, I've seen the way that you have dropped guys uh, before. But in saying that, and I, I hopefully have receipts for this, I've always valued friendship above relationships. So that's probably why you and I are so close, because I, I knew it was a friendship from an early point, and I was just like, this is something that I w- would want to save. And it's probably why we didn't hook up because we just friend zoned each other. Friend zoned each other. Yeah, I mean that's that's okay. I mean that's probably why it's uh, quite uncomplicated between mm. us as well. Um, obviously, I think you're handsome and beautiful, and just the most attractive person on this planet, second to. No one. Second to who? I don't know. I would love to know. Top two and you're not number two, as Beyonce would say. Um, Obviously, I I mirror your comments back towards you. This is just going to be a love fest between you and I, isn't it? Just telling each other how much we adore each other. How beautiful we are. No, it makes me think about um, the times where I've had to explain to people that uh, we are not a couple. 
Um, I've definitely been asked a number of times. Mm-hmm. You were once also mistaken as my husband. Uh, that is at, so funny. That is, have I told you that story? Uh, I mean, probably. Probably, yeah. We, we don't need to go into that story. Or we can go into it. It's a fun story, but... Next episode. Next episode, yeah. Uh, yes, but I... W- again, same with my family, explaining uh, that you are not my boyfriend. Um, but I think the reason why a lot of people think that we are in a relationship is uh, because I often stare at you. Um, just with so much love in my eyes. I think there are a few photos of me doing it, actually, of me being caught out. The only reason you do that in photos is because you know it's a good angle. No, I don't. I don't. There's not. I mean, we'll go into it, I'm sure, but there is a photo of us in Hong Kong on the street. I don't even know who took it, but... I would love if the audience could see the way that I was looking at you. I want to see. It's hilarious. It's in my saved photos on my phone. Oh, I do know the one. (laughs) I do know the one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I can see the confusion, how people are like, wow, these people are not dating. But I love our platonic friendship. Also because we play on it. And this is where we can We can ham it up. We do ham it up. Uh, And for good reason, right? Totally. Mostly because we've always been single. So, well, as long as we've known each other, for the, like, the most part, we've been single. So, um, yeah. we were all each other had. And those people who I have dated, you choose not to acknowledge. Acknowledge. Them. That's not true. It is. You know it to be true. I hope you're not listening, Barney. <laughs> Barney? Yeah, Barney. Barney, that's who it yeah. was. Um, shall we move on? We shall move on. But our friendship in a nutshell, I think you captured that quite well. In what way? Well, just the, 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 the reason why we do have to, like, sometimes explain ourselves as not being a couple. Like, we do shoot off some, some pretty intimate actions with one another. And I can see how people would see that. It's like, oh, those two gays must be, like, in love. <laughs> and we are in and love. And we are in love, exactly. <laughs> but just a different kind of love. So moving on to Kate's questions. Um, you said you moved to Berlin together. What is the story behind that? Okay. Um, so... Sure, we have time. We do have time. Okay, so, uh, I referenced it just before, um, but I, uh, was living in Hong Kong, uh, between 2017 and 2019, uh, and was really loving it, um really enjoying living in Asia, but just got a bit exhausted by it at the end. And I had always wanted to move to Europe. Uh, So in very Alex fashion, I just decided, yeah, I'm going to move. And then I called up Wayne. My heart was broken when he left. They don't know about us before Hong Kong. They will find out about before Hong Kong. Ooh, heartbreak. Um, The drama. The drama. So dramatic. Uh, I called up Wayne and said, babe, I want to move to Europe. Do you want to move with me? And then it kind of just happened. It evolved. It evolved. Oh, that's not your version of the story? No, like the, the plan evolved. Oh, the plan evolved. Like it was, it was a kind of... It was, I, I do remember you telling me like that you wanted to move to Europe and you're like, you should think about it. I remember it though being in my room in Newtown, you were staying for the six weeks when you were visiting from Hong Kong. 
That's right. And you did mention, and I was like, I just started a new job and I was like, oh, like, wouldn't that be fucking great? And I lived in London previously and I absolutely loved it. Had my heart broken because um, London was the first love of my life. And yeah, you were like, let's do it. And I thought about it and it took 18 months for us to get here. But I mean, we planned and it was an absolute goal of a decision. It was. I, I mean, you say we planned... We didn't really plan, did we? It was loose planning. It was loose planning. And Should I, and we explain I, how we got to Berlin well, in the first place? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, as you mentioned about Hong Kong, like also, I think the biggest factor for me was, A, I wanted to move back to Europe again and travel. And B, I wanted to leave Sydney, Australia, because it's always going to be there. And I was like, look... I'm turning a certain age at some point in time mm. and why do why not go to fucking Europe with Alex and be fucking adventurous, kiss European men under the sun, drink wine, eat cheese and like just have those unique experiences. Which Miss Rona has decided we're not going to have. Which is on hold at the moment. It is on hold, yes. <laughs> that's how we're seeing it. At least it's on hold in Berlin and not fucking Australia. That being said, I still am kissing people under the European sky, though, so... I mean, no, you're self-isolating, right? <laughs> I mean, we're self-isolating together, right? Yeah. Um, that's, no, that's not yeah, the case. No, and we shouldn't joke about that. We are self-isolating together, in a way. <laughs> I mean, I'm going on a date tonight, but sure. <laughs> Hopefully this comes out well after uh, Corona has finished. Hopefully it doesn't age like milk. No. Milk does not age, you're right. Not as oat milk, which is my preferred milk. I mean, come at me. But yeah, that, I mean, that's the reason we moved to Berlin. We did originally plan to go to Portugal first. We did, we did. And I've been thinking about where would I want to be, uh, where would I rather be, Portugal, right now through Corona, uh, Portugal or Berlin. Yeah. And I mean, maybe we would be sitting like in the sun tanning right now in Portugal, but I feel like... We did that last week in Berlin. It was 23 degrees. Oh, it was so gorgeous on the roof. It's interesting that Berlin was now first pick. It is. But it was such the right... It was like fate. Yes, I mean... I'd rather be here than Portugal for sure. Well, we should probably explain the Portugal-Berlin situation. Here, I'll give it to you in short. Basically, (laughs) I don't really plan anything... Uh, so when I said to Wayne, yeah, let's move to Europe. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I was like, okay, I want to move to Portugal. I wanted to move to Portugal or I suggested Portugal because I was living in a really chaotic city. And why not? Well, exactly. That's the answer is why not? Beaches, sun, great food. Um, so about four months before we were meant to be leaving from Australia and me from Hong Kong, I realized, uh, that in order to get a visa in Portugal, we needed to be proficient in Portuguese. And as many drops lessened for for user, for those at home who have never used drops before, it's uh, one of those <laughs> gamified language I, learning apps. I do remember going onto Google and being like, what is the definition for proficient? <laughs> Same. Like, okay, Same. what is proficient? Like, I, I think I can still count to 10 in Portuguese. Yeah. Through my drops lesson, uh, I don't know whether that would be classed as proficient. Yeah. I mean, long story short, visa was too hard to get in yeah. Portugal, yes. so Berlin was decided. It was. Which is great. I'm glad for it. Um, oh, I like this next question. 
go on. How did we first meet? Good question. It is. It is. I remember. You remember. I think we both remember. Yeah. Yeah. So we were at a bar uh, in Sydney um, and Wayne pushed past me. <laughs> so I grabbed a glass and <laughs> smashed it on the table and glassed him. Listen, I thought we were in uh, New Zealand in the wine region drinking uh, Pinot Grigio. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you were with Susie. I was there with Listen. Deborah. Listen, listeners, we might be gay, but we're not that glamorous. No, it's true. I was looking for a house in Sydney. Why? I'd just moved back from London, 2016. Mm -hmm. And I found this apartment in Newtown on... What's that gay flat share finder thing? Uh, gay flat share, maybe? I don't know. Gay flat finder? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Is that what you used? That's what I used. Is that, that's where the... Um, that's where the, the tenancy was published. Ah, our housemate uh, whose name we won't mention. No. Uh, must have put... Because I wasn't it was in control of it. It was a gay-friendly room. I mean, I love that. It was a big gay old house, though. It so was. Big old gay house, I should say. And so, yeah, I, I, I remember getting off the train at St. Peter's. I was staying with a friend at the time. And I walked up to the front door. Cute little single-floor house. Um, I knocked on the door and... Walked in and was basically questioned by Alex and other roommate about why I would be a good housemate. I'm trying to remember what the questions were. Let what were see. your first impressions? Cute. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. But, like, cute, again, like, referring to what we talked about. <laughs> I mean, is it weird me being like, yeah, cute, but also that I didn't want to sleep with you? Um, no, cool. You just seemed very cool. Like, you had literally just got off the plane from London and you were... Well, I do... I, I do remember that I was still wearing the clothes from the night before because I stayed at a guy's house and I didn't want to go to work the next day in the same clothes I went to, so no. I borrowed his shirt and his socks and his fresh underwear. What, what uh, brand of underwear did he wear? Oh, I cannot remember. He was, he was like some type of government official, so it would have been like some Bonds. type of... Definitely no, it, no, it was like a Calvin Klein, I'm sure. Cute. That's hot. Um, I never spoke to him again, but I do remember thinking to myself, like, I'm going to my first house interview in this guy's clothes. And it was a good omen. Oh, I think it's probably the reason why uh, we... Yeah. If you had been wearing any other clothes, I don't think we would have... Um, taking you. And needless to say, I got the room and Alex and I became best platonic friends. Probably over uh, Gwen Stefani's call. I think that's... <laughs> that might have been the that, question. I think that might have been the moment where I realised this is my person. Can you remember what I was wearing? No. No? Wow, okay. That really... I do remember you... I do remember you getting quite in-depth with some of your questions. Like, I was answering in a way that was like... Uh, I, uh, I don't do this, I don't do that, I don't do this. And you were like, well, I want to know what you do do. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, Dr. Phil, uh, well, give as, me a moment. As Kalila would say, we don't not not have difficult conversations. I mean, and here we are. And here we are. Oh, moving on. Go. Are you ready? Oh, can I ask the question? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, feel like... You, I mean, narrate, my dear. 
<laughs> Can you read? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot read. Ah, okay, yes. Uh, do you think there's anything different about your relationship now that Corona is happening? I mean, everything in the life of Ms. Rona is different. Mm. I mean, what isn't different in the life of Corona? We're, we're recording a podcast on a Wednesday afternoon. Like, usually I'd be at work slaving away for capitalism. Uh, I am at work right now, <laughs> so shout out to Alex and Aaron if you're listening. Oh, um, no, I am at but you know, But you get where I'm coming from. Like, yeah. it, coronavirus has changed everything. Yeah. Free time living situations yeah i mean what hasn't changed i mean i think we've grown developed we have and definitely sometimes grown. i'm sick of the side of you but that's a lie no i mean we used to live together in berlin and we don't live together now which is a lot to get into mm-hmm. uh but i think i'm seeing you as much as i would normally so but we will get back together we will yes i mean that's the plan Backstory, Alex was going to move back to Hong Kong in January. Yes. For work and for great growth and career decisions. And like a boss, he decided to stay for the love of it. The love of Berlin. Berlin. The love of... uh, Me. Of Wayne. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, hopefully to follow my passion. Yeah. And Um, I do think, I quite often think like... Fuck, imagine if I was going through... Imagine if you did move in January and we were doing this whole coronavirus separately and you like I was here in Berlin without you and you in Hong Kong. I thank fuck you stayed. Same. I wouldn't want to be with anyone other than you, girl, I guess. But, I mean, maybe that's something worth bringing up is I also, at the same time as going into coronavirus, uh, also got into a relationship mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship I'm in a relationship which is the first time you and I have experienced one of us being in a relationship together I mean you you have had boyfriends in the past um, yeah but we were living in separate countries we were we were but it's new it is new I mean I've 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 put my bets on how long I think it'll last so we'll see what are your bets <laughs> That's not, that is between Ben and I. Okay? Oh, oh, you and Ben have taken bets. It's a $25 wager. 20, is that all it's worth? $25? Yeah. No. Um, that's coronavirus. I've got to like save my money. That's true. You don't have a job right now. Well, you have a job. Yeah, I've got a job. We've all got jobs. Some zero hours. That's why I'm talking to you on a Wednesday afternoon. Thank you, German government. I mean, silver lining. Yeah. I mean, yeah, situation. The situation is crazy with Ms. Rona. Yes. But, you know, I think the, the, the foundations of our friendship are still the same. It's just the way that we practice them now. Because yeah. you know, we've got to isolate. We can't go out clubbing. We can't go out drinking. Can't socialise. We're having a lot more of, like, internal, self-aware conversations. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's probably the difference in our... Not in our friendship, but... We have had to have conversations that we've not had before, just like everyone else, I guess. Just like everyone else. But there's something particularly special about the ones that we're having, I'm sure. Clearly. Okay, next question. Um, So, oh, these are about Kate. Do we want to answer them? Ms. Checker. We do. We do. Okay, so uh, who do you think the real winner was of 
quarantine karaoke. So maybe some background. Let's rewind. That, yes. Let, let's, t- let's tell the people out there about our relationship with Miss Checker, the host of Love in the Time of Corona. Yes. So uh, you, myself, uh, and Kate, and two other people uh, were quarantining together. We're all living together. Uh, which is kind of great because a lot of people are quarantining on their own, yep. which would be very difficult. But yep. we had the advantage of being the five of us. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know Kate. Well, we both didn't really know Kate yeah. before Miss so, Rona here. Yeah, basically Kate came into our inner circle through dating our, our friend Ben. They met at a night out. Uh, Kate was performing a comedy gig and quickly was quickly settled into our inner circle because bam coronavirus happened and we had to like make pretty swift decisions so on this particular night we were at a studio with mics and songs and we had a pretty competitive round like session of karaoke and kate is asking who she thinks the real winner is i think she might be implying that she would imagine we say her (laughs) (laughs) which we won't so moving on (laughs) which Um, we won't what is the thing you most miss about what is the thing you miss about me now I'm gone? About Kate. About Kate. I mean, oh, well, there's a lot. I think, I mean, if I had to say... Right, got it. Her ability to be very outgoing. She was always like, let's do this, or let's, like, film this. Oh, content. Content. It's got to be. I mean, look at us creating content right now. She's a content creator, whether it was a yoga class, a Pilates class, or a fucking dance routine. Yeah, she... Oh, yeah, we had an entertainer in our quarantine. We missed that for you, Kate. Berlin's best comedian. Just your character as well. And your banana bread, babe. I miss the variations of banana bread that you were making each day. I don't know where we got all of those bananas from, but... Each day you made new banana bread and they were more delicious than the previous ones. And when Miss Rona finally fucking stops her bullshit, we'll go for a drink. We will. We definitely will. We'll go for several drinks. hundred drinks. Okay, so the next questions involve, uh, well, one of us leaving the room. Ah, yes. So I'm going to get you to leave the room first. Oh! That's what he always says. Okay, <laughs> listeners, I'll be back. Okay. Can confirm that Wayne has left the room. So it says, uh, describe Wayne in three words. And then how do you think he would describe you? So the three words that I would use to describe Wayne, uh, the first would be kind. Um, because... I think for me personally, it really sums up um, my relationship with him or our relationship. Wayne uh, has shown me um, a kindness that I've not really kind of experienced before um, on many different levels. Um, And I think what that means for for me uh, is he creates a space for me to be able to open up, to feel safe, um, to be loved, um, and uh, to bring joy into my life. And I think it takes a lot of selflessness and letting go of ego to be able to offer up that space for someone. Um, 
and yeah i feel really fortunate um for that he he um gives that to me which is a that's a long way of talking about kindness and i think i used many other words to describe it uh which maybe is cheating but i don't mind uh the other word i would use is capricorn um I'm surprised that we haven't yet talked about the fact that Wayne is a Capricorn. Uh, it's usually the second thing he will tell you, uh, or he'll find a way to bring it up in conversation. Um, and uh, it's very apt because it completely describes uh, Wayne's personality. He is practical, pragmatic, um, organised, maybe too organised. Um, anyway, I could use many other words to describe his Capricornness, but um, go on to Google and search Capricorn. Check your chest of star signs while you're at, while you're there. I'm sure something is in retrograde, um, which means something else. I'm not very good at star signs, uh, but I know one thing to be true, and that is Wayne is a Capricorn. Um, and the last word would probably be enigmatic. Um, and that's because, um, uh, Wayne is always, um, the shiniest star in the room and not in an obnoxious way. Um, he's the furthest thing from obnoxious, but he is the person, um, in a room, uh, in, or in a space, um, that people find themselves kind of orbiting, um, just because of how... Uh, electric and contagious his energy is um, and how much joy he brings to people. Um, it's certainly the thing um, that I was most attracted to when uh, we were becoming friends, especially because I <laughs> would say I'm the opposite of that in a room. Um, um, and it's nice, again, the, the space that he creates and the way that he makes people feel comfortable um, and... Um, kind of brings a lot of joy to people. Uh, so that's the three words I would use to describe Wayne. How would he would describe me in three words? I think he would say kind as well, um, only because it's something that we've talked about before. He likes to call me his kind man. I don't know how kind I am all the time, though. Um, hopefully I am. Um, I think he would say strong, uh, again, based on conversations that we've had and um, experiences that, that we've had. And third word. Hmm. Maybe smart. Is that pretentious to say? Maybe. Although he likes to say that he is the personality and I am the brains, um, which I think is a compliment. So I will also give myself that compliment now. Maybe it's not a compliment, though. Uh, and finally, what is a secret that Wayne doesn't know about? Hmm. There's not a lot that I haven't told Wayne. Um, we have had many opportunities traveling together to um, talk about our lives and um, our deepest and darkest secrets. And... I, he's the, you know, my person who I go to, um, when I'm kind of having struggles or facing challenges. Um, so it's 
there's, it's unlikely that there's not anything that he doesn't know. But one thing that I th- can think of is, it's not really a secret, uh, but it involves, it, it relates to how um, we first became friends and um, when we first met. So as you have all just heard, uh, Wayne and I met um, because uh, we became housemates when we were living in Sydney. And on the first night that Wayne moved in, um, I remember he kind of got late, um, got home late, and but I wanted to hang out with him um, just to get to know him more because I was really just drawn to him uh, from the beginning. And so there was a big huntsman in my room, as there often is in rooms in Australia. And I remember pretending to be really scared. I think I probably screamed um, uh, at this spider as a way to get him to come into my room um, and get it out, which kind of sounds like I was trying to hook up with him. Uh, And it's certainly not what I was trying to do, nor what happened. Um, I was actually able to succeed um, in my endeavour because uh, he came in and seemed to just take on the energy of um, Steve Irwin and grabbed a plastic container and got this massive, massive huntsman out of my room, which, although I wasn't scared of it, I certainly wouldn't have touched um, to remove, uh, but he did. And then we end up chatting on my bed, and I think it was one of the first times... um, uh, or the first moments that uh, we started to connect. I think that's all of the questions. So, and I'm meant to leave the room now. So I'm going to go get Wayne so he can answer the same things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, I'm intrigued to know what he said. Um, all right, let's have a look. Leave the room. First question. Describe Alex in three words. God, that is just, like, difficult to do. I like to talk a lot. Um, let's see. Alex is a great man. Let's just, like put that out there first and foremost but if I was going to have to put him in three words I'd say loyal he just will always be there for you I um whether whether you be in the wrong or whether I'm in the wrong or not which is a great thing to kind of know and it's not just about being in the wrong or in the right it's just about knowing that you have someone on your side that'll always be there for you and will stick up for you and um just you know be your sidekick which is great another word i'd have to say is charismatic that the reason i say that is because he is a very charming individual and i really like that quality about him he um it has a lot to do with his loyalty as well. Like he's he listens and he 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 he's engaged and um, he can hold conversation and um, yeah, and he's just all around charming. And it's great to have a charming person on your side because it can definitely get you out of sticky situations, and also it just allows you know for great social occasions. 
you know, people want to come chat and he's, he's good in, he's a good, good in social environments. Although I had to teach him a, a thing or two back in the day. Third word I would use to describe Alex would be like, I don't know if this is the right word, but like regal or like royal in the sense that, you know, he, he can be a bit of a bougie bitch, like beautiful brunches and, you know, nice tailored clothing and just and nice experiences. He's got that kind of royal, but humble, don't get me wrong, um, way of living, which suits me down to the T because, you know, I love that shit too. Yeah, very regal, very, very royal in that sense, the finer things. Um, what else do we have? What is my favourite thing about Alex? My favourite thing about Alex? I mean, what isn't to love? I mean, first of all, he has the most beautiful almond-shaped eyes, which is a Mandel in, uh, in German, in Deutsch, just FYI. But he has the same exact eyes as Miss Ducky thought, um, an Australian supermodel. His gorgeous almond-shaped eyes. But other than the physical, that being my favourite physical trait of Alex, um, I think my favourite thing about him is is probably our friendship. Is that conceded to, like, (laughs) kind of saying my favourite thing about Alex is also me? No, but I say that in the sense that, like, one of my favourite things about Alex is, is our friendship because... I mean, we've just done so much together. So many great experiences. I mean, just straight off the bat, we moved to Europe together. That's fucking hectic. We've, we travelled to Japan and just the social elements, uh, you know, yeah, the, the friendship is something that's really special. He's a partner, he's a sidekick, and he's someone that I can travel with and share my concerns and worries and positive experiences with so yeah definitely my favorite thing about alex is is our friendship what's the secret that alex doesn't know about well that's interesting because i think we had this question the other day like in a in a different form but i don't think i've ever willingly withheld a secret from alex there'd be no reason to I mean, the only kind of secret that he wouldn't know would be something that's kind of like from the past or is no longer relevant. But let me think if I can think of one without wasting too much time. Um, what is a secret that Alex doesn't know? No, can't think of one. We're just too good of friends. Oh, except that I slept with his second ex-boyfriend. He doesn't know about that. But we won't tell him. (laughs) And that being said, I think that's all the questions, no? Yeah, okay, great. Let me go get the the beautiful bitch and bring him back in to wrap this up. Oh, Alex. That was interesting. It was interesting. What three words did you use to describe it? <laughs> was I feel like mine were lame now. I use like really basic ones. That's okay. 
I mean, I know how you feel about me. <laughs> well, uh, 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 I do feel like I really clicked onto a great second question of like, what is my favourite thing about Alex? Is that a question? Is yeah. that a question? I think so. I don't know if I answered well, that maybe one. we had different ones. Ah, maybe we did. Yeah, I think Kate has obviously given us different questions. Variations of yeah. the same question. Yeah, okay. Oh, interesting. I can't wait to listen to that back. Okay. Um... Okay, but we're wrapping up now, I assume. Oh, God, I could talk about us for another 30 minutes. We've got a bit of... We've got a few questions here. Go on. Oh, okay, this is a good one. If you could give a gift of anything to each other, what would it be? Okay. So, don't take this as shade, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean this but. with love. <laughs> but, but. No, but. I would give you uh, an amazing singing voice. Mm-hmm. Because you've got... You've got the talent. Yes. You've got the looks. Mm-hmm. You've got the presence. I mean, I love that. Good. I would love a beautiful vocalist singing voice. Now, I'm thinking somewhere in the range of Celine Dion and... Um, so, I don't know who? Uh, Ari- Ariana Grande. I don't, yes. I don't know. Who to, I think I'm too young for Celine Dion. Yeah, I think you must be. Uh, yeah, the range of Ariana Grande uh-huh. and Andrea Bocelli. Okay, but that one I do know somehow. He's old as fuck, but a classic. <laughs> a classic. A classicist. No, seriously, I mean, okay, no shade. I know I don't have the most amazing singing voice. I mean, you have a voice. But I would love a singing voice. I really like that. Yes. That's a great gift. Because I've got everything else. You do. I've got the moves. I've got the character. I have the presence. Of a star. You are a star. Mm. Okay, no, I like that. No shade. Um, my gift to you, Alex. I don't know. I need more time. Maybe time is my gift. No. No. no you, you've got too much of that. Oh, I think I've got it. I would gift you the ability to love. And what do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, I thought mine wasn't shady. No shade. Absolutely no shade. But, you know, just to love openly without guards or um, maybe it's just to love yourself. I mean, no, you kind of, you do that too much anyway. Do I? <laughs> this is sounding more shady than anything. I know, I feel like this is a horrible <laughs> but answer. But really, it's like... You know, I'm just, I just want you to be open to, like, fulfilment and wholehearted joy and love. And you don't think I am? I mean, that's, that's, that's yet to be said. I mean, I could have gone with something easy, like, I give you the gift of three wishes or $100 million, but... I think I would like those. <laughs> that is too basic. I love you. Yes, but as, like, we, we love each other in a sense of, like, this beautiful platonic friendship, like, the same way Hermione and Harry Potter love each other. <laughs> that was never going to be sexual. <laughs> they don't love each other. I don't think they ever loved each other. They, of course they do. No. Well, then who else? Here's another good analogy. Thelma and Louise, but I never watched that. I, I wanted to say... Fleabag and oh. Boo, but I mean, <gasps> Fleabag killed Boo. Yeah, no, we're definitely not like Fleabag and Coo, but I must say, along with the beautiful singing voice, mm. another gift you did give to me was Fleabag. Mm. 
because Alex actually introduced me to Fleabag, the You're series welcome. on Amazon. You're Great, welcome. fantastic. Honestly, what if you stop this podcast yeah. and go and watch Fleabag? Stop listening to us now. Hang up the phone. Go to your laptop and listen to fucking watch Fleabag. Okay, and then I'll give you three wishes. I give you that gift. Okay. Um, but with giving you that gift of three wishes, that means you are no longer ever able to feel forth wholeheartedly in love. Oh, I have to choose which one. I, mean, sure. I still don't know why you think you, I can't fall wholeheartedly. You this. I tried to give you something nice. I don't, I still and don't you just turned why, it into shit. I still don't know why you think that I can't feel, fall wholeheartedly into love. Time will tell. Time will tell. I think that's what I want. Well, if it comes true, it's because I gave it to you. (laughs) Uh, Oh, so that's what you've done here. You have put yourself at... I like that, actually. I'm selfless. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the next question is... Oh, I got something. Ah, last question. Oh, my God. So... Where do you see, where do we see ourselves in 10 years? I guess we as in you and I together. Our friendship. Yes. Well, first of all, I'd just like a disclaimer, don't give out my age by adding what my age is now. I don't want every, okay. I don't want so everyone, 26. I don't want everyone to know I'm 26 exactly. Um, I mean, God knows. I mean... Is the world going to be around in 10 years? Oh, that's deep. That is deep. I mean, we're probably on fire by then. Mm. I hope I'm on fire with you then. Yeah. Although I think that we won't live in the same place. No, I think that's... I think that is a a strong possibility, yeah. Mm. But I do see us being still very strong friends. Um, And... With, with the ability to kind of, like, look back on this and be like, hey, shit, do you remember that time 10 years ago when we moved to fucking Europe to live in Berlin? And surprise, shocker, that fucking coronavirus thing happened. Like, how fucked was that? Lol. Jeremy, my kid, go get fucking daddy a drink from the fridge. <laughs> Jeremy? We never agreed on Jeremy. We Jeremy never. is the dog that used to hate us, my family dog who only liked my mum. And would growl oh, at me and my sisters yeah, if we got I mean, close. We would never call our kid Jeremy. No, ever. We. I quite like Lawrence. Lawrence, anyways, great film. David Dolan. <laughs> oh, uh, so the, maybe this is maybe we will have maybe we are not going to be in a platonic relationship anymore. Well, and we'll get married and be in love. <laughs> don't put money on it. Don't put money <laughs> on that. No. Uh, no, I think we want growth um, and happiness for each other, mm-hmm. which is. We're definitely the only friends that want that for each other. That's true. So that's probably why we've been asked to do this We aren't podcast. toxic towards one another at all. <laughs> or ever have been. Never. We would never be toxic towards each other. Or dependent. Or selfish. Or that, oh, I would say we've never been selfish. For each other, though. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, so together but alone. Well, and again, you know, the thing is, we have lived away from one another internationally before. Yes. And we'll probably most likely do it again because that's the type of people we are. I mean, you've lived in X amount of countries before. I've lived in X amount of countries before. We will probably just be movers and shakers. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And we'll, we will definitely move away from the situation because nothing lasts forever. And we like to explore and be adventurous. But I just still think... 
a good friendship, a good test of a friendship is the ability to like go, you know, a certain amount of time without speaking to one another and just being able to pick up where it left off. Which will probably be what happens as we age. Like we we'll go down separate routes and fall in love with different men and fall out of love with different men and fall back in love with other men. For me, probably same said men because I don't learn my lesson. But oh well, I apparently won't have learned how to love. <laughs> Listen, you get to choose if you want the whole. You you will. Um, but well, that all being said, we will still be there to experience those our own journeys with one another yeah i think i think that as well yeah i think that's a nice way for us to end this actually yeah that's true well i really enjoyed my my time and thank you miss checker again for putting on this lovely content uh love in the time of corona this being a different type of love a platonic love the ultimate love i would say i mean you took the words right out of my mouth thank you meatloaf so much to Wayne and Alex for doing that for me that was very 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 sweet of you and you're very sweet people um I, I mean uh, yeah I I can't speak it turns out I have no words to say not helpful when you're recording a podcast um yeah thank you to them both for doing that I hope they're both having a safe and happy quarantine um and you yes if you want to hear more of Wayne, then you can go back and listen to episode one of the podcast. And it's me and Wayne talking about it in the last half. Um, so what, like, if, if corona, like corona babies are conceived now, what are we expecting the the big star sign to be? We're expecting a lot of Sagittarians and a lot more Capricorns. Oh, and quite God. frankly, the world doesn't need more Capricorns. The, I mean, it's, I am a Capricorn. It's like, bitch, stay out of my star sign. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's few of us. Like, you don't want to be born around Christmas? Fuck off. Yeah. And if you want to find me, then you can. Uh, Kate Checker on Facebook and Instagram and also Twitter, which I don't really use. I would like to hear more stories of platonic love. Um... I think these relationships are becoming more and more important in the world we're in now. I think the pressures of romantic love, um, especially in a kind of very heteronormative way, are kind of starting to crumble these old ways of doing relationships, and that will start to change soon. We can only hope. 
Um, but yeah, thank you very much, boys. And this was your episode of this week. Uh, stay safe, stay sane. Lots of love. <laughs>